August 1, 2020. It's a Watt from Pedro show. Show. 
Happy first day of August, first Saturday. Uh, yeah. Well, you can hear my guest, people. Uh, yeah, Brother Matt's at the Love Grotto, a couple miles south on the Pleasure Points, because we're in Quentin Quarantino mode still. But I am not totally man-alone mode, because those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention, I got Vince Bell. Welcome aboard, Vince. Good to be here, Mike. And you're, uh, we're talking to you from uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, correct? You betcha. Uh, up on the mountain. Yeah. Is it sweaty there? No, sir. It's cool. Even in the daytime. Okay. I know nighttime it gets cold. It's in the 70s right now. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I, should tell, I should tell the people what they heard. We started off the show with uh, John Coltrane and Eric Dolphy doing a practice in 1963. Why not? <laughs> I bet you they didn't call it rehearsal. And then, we, then, we, then we had Vince Bell, our guest here, as the wind sleeps. Yeah. Vince, can you tell me your earliest musical recollection? My early music days were spent in Houston um, playing acoustic guitar and all the joints that would have me. And, uh, I mean, going way back, like when you were a boy. When I was a child. Um, I'm not, I was always musical. Uh, I started playing an instrument with a cornet in a junior high school band and, uh, went from there. You know, in the pad you grew up in, in Houston, by the way, Houston's a lightning Hopkins town. <laughs> also, also, also Billy Gibbons. Ray Charles. Who, who, yeah, Billy learned a few licks. Yeah, Ray Charles, yeah. But he ended up in Lamert Park because Spot the guy who recorded the first Minuteman records lived a couple doors down from him and in <laughs> fact witnessed him getting a speeding ticket. He was driving with a buddy in a car, like racing, not racing, just going fast. <laughs> a anyway, in that pad in Houston, was there musical instruments? Yeah, I mean, Houston was like a guitar town for me. But what and about the, the pad right in your own house? I, in my own house, uh, the guitars, always, from the Beatles on. So, so your parents were players or your brothers and sisters? No, I was a player. Nobody else in my family was. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the first record you bought for yourself? The first record I won at a dance concert, and it was a, uh, at a dance uh, contest, and it was a Peter, Paul, and Mary album. <laughs> People were dancing to that? No, no, they weren't dancing to that. That's the, that was my award. Okay. okay. What was the first gig you went and saw, Vince? The first gig I went and saw? Um, probably at my high school, one of the local bands, Ernie and the Interns and others. Okay. And you told me... Uh, you did music in school. You played the cornet. What, in the marching band? No, just in the the band and uh, uh, the performance band, the, the concert hall band. And you didn't stick with the, you went to guitar, right? Yeah, I sure did. I learned music on the cornet, and when I approached guitar, I did it by ear. No, no, no teacher? None whatsoever. That was a part of the drill. It was a freedom to be able to write what I wanted to write. And I'd been writing forever since I was pequeño. So, um, so you, didn't, uh, 
uh, Vince, you didn't go through that thing where you try to copy songs off records. You start writing original material right away. Pretty much. Pretty much. I learned some Beatle tunes. I learned a Dylan or two. I learned a Knopfler or two, but a Coburn or two, but I, I've always followed my own muse. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And uh, what was the first gig when you played in front of people with your first guitar? First, first gig was at uh, Sand Mountain Coffee House in Houston, Texas. Okay. And uh, it was a place where all the, the folkies played. Towns, Guy, Don Sanders, um, others. People like Lyle Lovett would come through the same mill. Nancy Griffith, the same bunch. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, Houston's laid out in these things called wards. Which ward was his coffee house? <laughs> it wasn't in a ward. Oh. It, it was on Richmond Avenue. Okay. Because I know there's a little, like, kind of politically, it's divided in these districts. Because yeah. I went to a place called the Silver Slipper. I see. And it was in the third ward. And it's uh, yeah. special for this kind of the guy who owned the pad also had the band and he sang in it and uh, the guy who uh, the representative Corwood Industry took me there and I was just curious if if you you knew the neighborhood. Uh, what, 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 what was that gig like? Was it scary? No, it was uh, comfortable as an old shoe. And it, it, I was in uh, your first one. Yeah. Damn. So maybe yeah. you're, you're a born entertainer, Vince. Well, I'm into it. <laughs> I took the helmet off of a football player one day and uh, went and started standing under the corny red light in the corner of some coffee house, and uh, life changed. Whoa. And so I know you like poetry, too. Yeah. What came first? Um, sometimes the words, but other times I listen to people like the John Lennons and folks like that. And uh, I'd hear the music first. Okay, okay. Uh, you were probably writing poems before you played music? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. So when the music came, you kind of like uh, fortified it with your poems. Uh -huh. Well, I could write it in music as it sounded in the words. I knew I had one, uh -huh. like a fish. <laughs> Okay, you flowed me some uh, stuff here. I'm going to play a little poetry. A little poetry is dangerous. Keep your eyes up in the sky. Keep at it till the cavalry has arrived. There's not a very lot of us, but then there never was. Rolling through the world like a tumbleweed. Last few pennies of a dusty bottle of wine. This was the place for me. No better place indeed. One day you'll come to see. One day I will be done. Do you believe what you dream? If you don't have dreams, then you'll never have to worry about them coming true. But you won't have anything to look forward to if you leave your dreams behind. 
The truth is just a point of view. Everybody's got one. Optimism is courage in the face of the colossal. Tomorrows are from yesterday's tears. Don't be shy to shed them. Life itself is only a temporary solution. The enthusiasm that you summon is an aphrodisiac. Sve što mi treba ti mi zakucaš u glavu Bilo je svega, bilo je sunca, kiše pa snega Bilo je perja, težeg upožđa, želje za ukusom kiselog grožđa Brzo smo stigli, pošli smo dole, visoko se digli U stranu gurali sizifom kamen, palili vatru, širili plamen Sve što mi treba ti mi zakucaš u glavu I koliko si luda, toliko si u pravu Hodaš po žici, balansiraš uda Koliko si luda, toliko si luda Koliko si luda, toliko mi trebaš Neka me razumeš kroza, neka ni ne baš Sebe ne štediš, mene ne štediš A koliko si luda, toliko i vrediš Oh, oh, oh. 
The snake was nothing but bad medicine. Savage and invisible. A pitiless kind of predator. Venomous and hard. So when the snake unadvisedly took a bite out of me, the snake died. The snake had quite a reputation. He had a slither to his walk, and his tongue flickered when he spoke. Now, should there be a question, let there be no doubt. Should there be confusion, let me then be plain. When the snake unadvisedly sunk a fang into me, the snake died. A snake is a writhing muscle glaring from the grass. Lightning only strikes a few, but the snake strikes whenever he pleases. And if the snake, unadvisedly, takes a pleasure striking me, the snake dies. Lot for Pedro Show, that was Vince Bell with a little poetry. And then we had Nemi Pesnik, Nosy Sad over in Serbia. Koliko Siluda, that's uh, Stanislav, my buddy in Cleveland's uh, cousin, bass man. My after that from uh, the city with Rome, uh, fourth, fourth Sex with Line 851, that's brand new, uh, from overseas. Huh? The last, uh, they're putting out this new record of the long lost, I guess Joe Nolte's kind of version of Smile with Look Again. Chris Butler got got to vote him out. New master, the instrumental mix from Radways, uh, via John Talley Jones. Uh, Chicos Raros, uh, the Wild Boys, with insupportable, <laughs> insupportable. That's with an O, people, not a U. And then uh, a brand new from D Tiberio, Honey, and finally the Snake, from Vince Bell. So. What'd you do after high school? I took that football helmet off and, like I said, started playing in bars. Did all the gigs that there were in Texas uh, once or twice. And uh, spent 10 years uh, learning how to do my my work, uh, getting more immersed in the poetry, deeper, deeper, vaster, crazier. Um, I started growing long hair. <laughs> it was uh, it was a hoot to holler. And uh, Vince, were you reading other poets? No, not much at all. Not much of a reader during those days, in the least. But um, writing my own stuff and throwing it away, and writing it again and throwing it away, until one day. I end up ended up with pieces I could defend. Pieces <laughs> you could defend. That's a good. That's a great perspective. What about now? You you you're man alone with a guitar. Did you ever get the idea of being in a band? Sure, and I had bands, 
they were them. Uh, time to time, I would drift away, put back the put that electric guitar back on, and uh, that Yammer Hammer or that Gibson or whatever, and uh, go out and uh, play gigs, different gigs that I was doing at the uh, when I was a solo. So I spent some time ranging around looking for vehicle to my uh, to my spoken word and uh, it all worked it, it was all but nothing was ever any better than playing by myself or with a, a limited arrangement trio music like you know mike is the magic music on this planet yeah. and uh, doggone it you can make a lot of noise with three pieces so me and a couple of guitars me and a guitar and a bass me and a piano and a guitar me and me so what about, it was, what about a drummer man well i never like really got into it but what do you call it in later years i started uh uh having friends that played cajones and things like that and uh all of a sudden the, there was a bridge over the raging water and uh i really uh i really took to it i in fact my album texas plates my nashville album for an affiliate of warners um was all cajon uh whole whole i mean i had a bunch of a uh, bunch of fun with like having a that as the uh, rhythm section that should explain the listeners maybe Cajon is Espanol, <laughs> Spanish for a box. And it comes, yeah. it comes, you know, when they brought the people over to to be slaves to the, on the sugar thing, plantation, <laughs> they took away all their drums. So the, the cats start playing the, the boxes. They actually, you know, that they stored the fucking sugar cane and shit in. And that's what, <laughs> and, and also the cowbells was like beating on the, on the mill machines and stuff like that. So a lot of what we call Latin percussion now, it comes from these people trying to reinvent their own uh, percussion. So, sorry about that. I just want to let them know if they, you know, they're from uh, New England or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is an excellent instrument these days, shared by a lot of folks, and so it's a uh, it's gained in its popularity. Yeah, it and is, and it sounds great too. It's actually kind of a chair. You sit on them, right? You play them. <laughs> Yeah. Sure do. Yeah. Though I'll tell you, like, for that session that I did in yeah. Nashville, those sessions, uh, he used a big old, you know, uh, bass drum-sized box, but he uh, also used others and the trash can from a motel as well as, <laughs> as like, as well as just straight-out cymbals. Right, right. Now, when you're working with musicians, like a band, yeah. How, how do you direct them? Hmm. I'm the leader. I like. I'm the metronome. I like get in there, and I like put my my part down, and then everybody else will come in and uh, and uh, meld to that. Or I'll decide I want to do a session with limited arrangement. So it's me and a bass player, and uh, and the, and a cajon player. Or uh, uh, piano, or whatever. The arrangements are always different 
they're, the feature of them is that they're no two alike. It's never the same. Yeah, no reruns. Nope. Yep, no, no rubber stamp, no cookie cutter, no Xerox machine. That was the goal when I began, was nothing twice. Now, you were telling me you played all over Texas and you recorded in Nashville. So you you did some touring. I did. I got around. I didn't do a lot of touring, but uh, I did play every place from here to uh, uh, California, New York, and back. So uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of turf in between. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so I've lived. Uh, I've done. I did my first album in the in the Bay Area, uh, you know, and and uh, and the last one here, where was it? It was uh, it was at Broad Broadway and Wall Street. Oh, okay. In an abandoned bank, we turned into a studio, <laughs> and uh, we we invited all the the players we could uh, shake a stick at from. David Mansfield to, you know, Robert Dick to Ratso Harris from Moe's and uh, made, it, made an album. And did you come in with material or did you write a lot of it in the studio? In fact, for Oho, this latest album, I didn't even take a guitar to the sessions. I like, uh, what do you call it? I brought my text in several journals and things like that. And uh, I, I read mostly while the players uh, played. I mean, with LPL from, uh, from Paris on reeds, uh, 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 Pedro Cortez uh, on flamenco, uh, again, Mansfield on everything that's got strings, Rod Schwimmer, from Brooklyn on keys and uh, grand piano. Um, others, there's uh, there's maybe 13 or so people in this uh, collection. And uh, the producer, Bob Neuwirth, would stand in the orchestra chamber and go to the players at large that day, play! And then he would look over to me in the isolation booth next to the board and go, read <laughs> and uh, and we just nobody nobody got told a note to play in four eight hour days uh, at and Wall Street and uh, so everybody just kind of like got to do their own thing nobody got told a note to play in four days and we took the Bob uh, Dave Soldier and Patrick Deravaz took the tapes uh, away and uh, made Oho with me reading and them playing. And I, I did a couple of Americana tunes like punctuation in the middle of it. And that was about it. I borrowed David Man, Mansfield's guitar <laughs> so do it. experience and uh, presentational. I really enjoyed it. It made a hell of an album, and uh, I look forward to doing it for years. Live. Never the same way twice. Yeah. So so your idea of the, of the good producer is the guy who keeps out of the way. Uh, 
I'm not so sure I'm saying that because uh, I also believe that, that what's really cool, really cool about artistry, in a sense, me can ask writing something like crazy, writing two or three things, tying them together, taking them apart, then giving that artwork off to another artist like Bob Newworth and say, what do you think, Bob? And Bob will say, oh, we need to get Jeff Moldar in here. We need to get uh, Bill Rich in here from old Jimi Hendrix band. Oh, uh, we need to, and uh, if I pay attention, then all of a sudden he's like, uh, he's like added a dimension to my work that didn't exist at the anonymity of my desk. So, so what I what I gather is what you're saying is there's nothing more dangerous than a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we live for. You know that. And uh, you've had quite a few yourself, my man. So uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot to be said for that. That's creativity and some of its best. And as it becomes improvisational now, yeah. uh, with me, uh, I mean, I'm a, I was sitting around after Oho and I went, there's improvisational music, there's painting, where's the improvisational writing? And uh, I went, uh, you haven't invented it yet. So I got after it and uh, began to like uh, write whatever came to mind almost in sometimes up to thousand word pieces called improvs. They since have turned into what I call waywards, one word. And uh, that's what I do these days, by and large, is, uh, is explore improvisational writing. That's great. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, August 1, 2020. Watch for Pedro Show, special guest Vince Bell. Hold tight for hour two. August 1, 2020, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Well, now he says that he's half dead. She says she feels it too. Go the lightheads to their new beds in search of something new. To begin again, to renew belief in that place called love on that nameless street. And they'll remember all the gentle times, the way they hung close together, through the bads and the better. Well, now he says that he's half dead. She says she feels it too. Go the lightheads to their new beds in search of something new. To begin again, to renew belief. In that place called love on that nameless street. And they'll remember all the gentle times. The way they hung close together. Through the bads and the better. While thunder break the world outside. I can teach the dead to sing. Privileged to share the tears within. Without haste.
for nothing but changing my mind. Cash me in, I'll be around again. Leaking the mountains, desert for miles. Big deal to a friend of mine. Give chance, a chance. Show started the second hour off with the bads and the better. Uh, Vince Bell. Then I'm home from Sabako and Taisuka Miyatani. Sorry, Gomenesa. Uh, new Hard Folk with the Lope of the Camel. Aunt Sally, that's got a few songs in the early days. Osaka there. Frank, guy by voices, Tiger on top. Fryards with Hanabi. Hanabi means uh, fireworks. Vince Bell, give a chance. The, the bads. And the better. What what were you saying there? Uh, or, or maybe I should ask you this, Vince. Are you the kind yeah. of guy that says I don't like to talk about my songs? That's why I made the song in the first place. <laughs> I do. I do put an awful lot in there. I kind of like the idea that I don't actually that I've had my say. That now it's your turn. Right. <laughs> so you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. 
But I think I just did that. Because it's really interesting. I mean, you, a lot of perspective. Yeah. Which is what it's you, a, I like talking about the work. I mean, it's a it's a it's a damn trial. Every time I start a piece, probably like you as well. I mean, uh, the tune is the master, and I'm the slave. Yeah. And I'm. It's almost like I don't know what I'm doing until I start taking the gibbies <laughs> and uh, letting the song show me some. And then all of a sudden, I got, whoa, I'm beginning to get draw, draw a square around this box. This is, uh, this is going to be doable. And at the end of it, of course, I'm the master. And the song becomes the slave. A little metamorphosis. <laughs> a little bit. If it didn't work that way, I probably wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, in the studio, it was the, yeah. the same thing. The guys went and they got the music together, and you were in your isolation booth, and you're going through your journals, yeah. and ah, the bads and the better. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, some things I would recite from texts that I had created. Some things were from songs. Some things were from what I call fortune cookies these days. They're just these little bitty snippets of, uh, hello, somebody's in there. And uh, so it's a lot of fun to, to write uh, uh, fortune cookies. And uh, I might even have a book in me about fortune cookies. <laughs> so, so, Vince, you're carrying a journal around with you all the time. Well, not these days. When the computer came out, the journal got kind of conveniently retired okay. because I could then I could make a note on my Apple Watch uh, oh, about with your, my with your voice. My latest, latest operation. You're talking about with your voice. Sure. Okay. What? What? what, what uh, you had a hip operation? Pardon me. Hip. Did you say hip operation? No, I did not mean that hip operation. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I've always been hip. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Somebody stop me. I think that was uh, Mr. Hunky, right? He came up with that word. I think it was like you laid on your hip as you smoked your opium or something. Uh, I see. Look, we got a tune here, or a piece, I should say, called uh, Do Yaver. It's an interrogative, right? Which tune is this? Do you ever? I didn't understand you. Do you ever? Do you ever? Oh, uh, uh, oh yeah. The song is called Oh Yeah, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good little piece. I'm gonna play it right I, now. I'm gonna play it right now, Vince. stand your ground do you hear a different drum can you catch a falling star do you ever change your mind do you ever mend a fence 
Do you ever bet the ranch? Do you ever rodeo? Do you ever let the pony run? Are you ever lost in space? Do you ever roll the dice? Do you get the lucky breaks? Do you ever rescue bugs? Do you ever give blood? Do you ever give a shit? Would you ever give it all away? Do you ever fuss about it? Do you ever wish on pennies? Do you ever think about me? Do you think of someone else? Do you ever sleep? Do you ever dream? Do you ever lay still? Do you ever break down? Do you ever go to pieces? Do you ever go, whoa, off the deep? When you slip and fall, do you remember why you came here in the first place? Oh, yeah. thing to do is nothing at all.
Gypsy like you to make a gypsy like me. I'll live with what I can't change till I change what I can't live with. A gypsy just like you.
some kid will come along with six strings on his hip following a shooting star. Be careful what you wish for. He'll live with what he can't change till he changes what he can't live with. She'll live with what she can't change till she changes what she will not live with. Gypsy just like you. What for Pedro Show? Yeah, start that chunk of music off with Do You Ever from Vince Bell. Then we had Peter Lochner from the old Cleveland scene doing Lullaby. Uh, Summer Stream from Neek. Kia, N-Q-I-A. I don't know how to pronounce that. These young people these days. Hellbat, I know how to pronounce that. That's got Vince Maroney on his drums singing Into the Rising. Insect Surfers, uh, Transplant from D.C. Dave, uh, he's been here in SoCal a long time with Vaquita. And finally, Gypsy from Vince Bell. Gypsy, is that a true story? Yeah, that was what I wrote for... Another writer, a fellow that named a kid after me, Towns Van Zandt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, quite a, quite a songwriter, right? Yeah. He was he was the fellow that, that uh, taught me how to play the A minor chord. Where did you meet him? Down there in that coffee house on Sand Mountain on Richmond Ave in Houston. So, like, he was on tour, and you saw him play? No, we both lived in Houston. Oh, he was living in Houston then. Okay, okay. Well, he's from there. I know, I know, but he also, I know he lived along to, uh, in Nashville, too, and, and maybe Atlanta. Sure did. Yeah. During the later years. Di- different times, different parts. Yeah. So, did you get to uh, create with him? Uh, we never wrote songs together. We all had our own idea of a tune and what it should be. He could do, he could make a sublime, very simple, very direct. I was a a student again of the John Lennons and people like that. And so I had to, there was more musical, you know, uh, more musical trouble for me than uh, there was for Towns. And uh, so we didn't write the same song. We didn't say it the same way. And we both believed that we had said it better than the other. (laughs) (laughs) But you wrote Gypsy for him. Sure, I did. Sure did. He was a a classic fellow. He was a stand-up dude. You liked a Van Zandt, and uh, he was crazy. He was crazy as a loon here and there. I wrote about him in a book I wrote as well. But uh, what, what, little, what book's that, Vince? That book is called One Man's Music, published by the University of North Texas Press. North Texas? Is that Denton? Yes, it is. That's a music school. It's a music school. I got you met there once. 
One time I played there and I asked the people, the kids that go to school, hey, can I get some uh, paper for a set list? <laughs> and the paper had staff lines, you know. For <laughs> what a hoot. I said, what a hoot. I, I could tell this is a music school. The literal interpretation. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was good, Pat. It was a good time. So yeah. how, how, many books have you put, how many books have you put out, Vince? I've probably written two or three books. And uh, University of North Texas Press uh, put a couple together at least for one and uh other than that i've just i've written a play ballet uh performed by the city of houston texas and uh, uh other stuff these days these days writing waywards and uh those those improvisational writings yeah. I've, written, I've written many 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 hundreds of these pieces, and uh, I'm now with an editor, and we're we're drawing quotes from all of these thousands and thousands of words of improv, and uh, that never were intended to make sense, but do make sense. So it's kind of interesting what subliminally will come out of you, even though you're not looking for it. So in a, in a way you're like distilling. Yeah, and uh, in a way it's in a way it's like throwing paint against the wall. <laughs> but a, a lot of sweat went into that paint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it ain't just pure. It, it ain't just pure paint, right, Vince? They don't ever tell you you're gonna have to bust it to make it happen. But when it finally comes down to it. They, they created me for the right reason. I'm the right tool for the job. All right. You got, you got to put in the time. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. August 1, 2020, Dishwap Pedro Show. Special guest, Vince Bell. Hold tight for hour three. August 1, 2020, it's the third hour. The Watt from Pedro Show. The new people will not know anything when they come. Not how to dress, how to sing. How to shoot an arrow. You will show them how to do these things. And how to catch salmon. But you will do foolish things too. And for this, the new people will laugh at you. You cannot help it. This will be your way. Ojo de bueno, spring of good. Ojo de mal, spring of evil. Ojo de luz. Spring of light. Oh, de la muerte. Spring of the dead and gone. Oh. Oh, del perdido. Spring of the lost. Oh, del abandonado. Spring of the forsaken. Oh, de suerte. Spring of luck. Oh, de no suerte. En todo. Spring of no luck at all. Guat seeds, shruma. Saat seeds, a pool of water. Ojo de polvo, spring of dust. Ojo del desconocido, spring of the unknown. Ojo de arco iris, spring of rainbows. Ojo del milagro, spring of the miracle. 
de gitanas, spring of gypsies, o de peregrinos, spring of pilgrims, o de callejeros, spring of strays, o del piedra, del balancio, spring of the rolling stone, guad seeds, shuma, saad seeds, a pool of
Taliban waters. Live this man of a color of blue. He never knew exactly what happened to himself, except for the fact that he did not know Sputnik. hard to live now. Why jump? There's a knife right there. Why fly? When no guitars are heard in that century. Why fight? When you were still here telling him what to do. Within gas lines, or within the Western world. No sanctuary whatsoever. On test tombs made with multicolored flags.
Oh 
Show we started the third hour off with Vince Bell doing ohos, and he doesn't have anything to say about it, people, because he said it in the song. Then <laughs> <laughs> we had after that crane with uh, "Happy to Be," uh, M E, that's a name, huh? M E, <laughs> a pheromone melody. K S K after that with "Midnight Walk," Tunnel Rat, young man out of Ohio with no vegetables. Yeah, no fest. You know, a lot of whining about this situation. It is kind of terrible, but man, we've had world wars and stuff. Yeah. You know, get, get, yeah. Some, get some perspective. We can we can deal with this, people. Let's just deal with it. Uh, now yeah. fade away. An old rock and roll song from Holman Garden. That's uh, Tony and Scott from Perubu. And finally, Walk Away from Vince Bell. Yeah. Now, so right now. You're not looking at a music project. You're looking at about getting this book together. I'm doing a lot of art. I'm doing music art. I'm doing word art. It's all wordplay and clever and clever phrasing in music. It's all that. It's lovely. It's as quick as a hiccup. It's over in a heartbeat. It's lively. It's uh, important. It's expressive. It's it's become these days. I can wake up in the morning and I go. So what's it going to be? A uh, a chapter in a book, a poem, a music, um, and what combination thereof in between that I have ongoingly lying around. I have a lot of music. I'm archived. My music career is archived at Rice University, and uh, they have a lot of stuff on me, some of it this way, some of it that way, some of it writing, some of it music, and uh, they, the mishmash 
has been this way for years is even more today. I'm freer today because I started writing waywards. It is uh, taking nothing away from the, the poetry of the, uh, the song that I write as evidenced by Oh Yeah that you played last hour. Sure. So it's a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living a charmed deal now after working hard for many years to make thousands of words and hundreds of musics happen, uh, ballets, goodness gracious. So um, all kinds of uh, things have happened on me and I've been able to uh, approach them, write them, and then put them down and walk away. And go on and do something else. Let something else complicate my life. Well, how did you end up in Santa Fe? Uh, I had played, you know, like a musician would, just a little bit of everywhere, at least once. And so I'm in Nashville. I've just put out a book. I've just put out an album and with Warners. And uh, I went, you need to get out of this hollow in the deep woods. I lived in a cabin John Prine lived in before me. And uh, so it was a neat little place. And it, But it was in a hollow in the deep woods. So you didn't see anything but big trees, beautiful trees. But I went, well, I think I'm going to move to the west because I, I want to see forever and I want to I wanna live like they live in the west of the United States. And uh, so Santa Fe was one of the places that I had recently done a tour from Washington State all the way down to New Mexico. And so um, came here and uh, found a place and uh, started trying to make it stick. Took a damn decade to learn how to love this place. But after you love uh, the mountain, it gets in you. And uh, you're glad to you're glad to go down there to L.A. where you are and sweat like a boxer when you play. But come right back on up to the mountain when you want to, like, uh, take a little time off. So it's it turned out to be about the, the best move I could make. Uh, this is a, a good town, a small town, maybe 70 grand, something like that. And so it's... Big, but rush hour happens on a two-lane road, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice way to nice way to live. Yeah, who, who kind of an artist town? Uh, the painter George O'Keefe, right? And yes. Her, her husband, the, the, the picture man, uh, Mr. Steglitz. Yes, Steglitz. You bet. Many people have like routed through New Mexico. Not many people have stayed because New Mexico is, it's rough. It's high desert. It's tough. Continental it's Divide. The Continental Divide. Oh, yeah. The Continental Divide land from here back up into Colorado where I go uh, just recently up to Creed, uh, the uh, picture that's, that, that starts the show, God, uh, Godless. And uh, it's a it's a beautiful thing that continental divide land. Yeah. 
it's it's three hours from where I sit here right now, and uh, I was probably up there two weeks ago. I want I want to play write your name. thing to do is nothing at all.
attitude is has a lot to do with what you're going to be and how successful you are in your efforts. Crashing down around us.
ugly when she lost her temper. Sure, I'd like to see her, but I don't dare. Hell ain't got no fury like a girl forsaken. Love is here for making, but she don't care. Babe, I'll do you right, she said. I don't want to hear it. Let me hold your little hand. I don't
for Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. Write Your Name from Vince Bell. Then we heard Revolver Flavor with Every Time. That's flavor with a U, people, like England. Or maybe Canada. And Endless Contortionist with Salida Movement, number one. And finally, Vince Bell. Boy, did it get ugly. You know, the, my favorite flag, <laughs> my favorite state flag in the Union is New Mexico's. It's so econo. Jazia, yeah. you know, Jazia. Yeah. I like that. I like that very much. Where can people find yeah. you on the internet, Vince? Pardon? Where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at Vince Bell Music and Facebook, Instagram. But I think I'm on Spotify. There a, is there a website called VinceBellMusic.com? There's a, there's a website called VinceBell.com. Okay, okay. So people, V-I-N-C-E-B-E-L-L dot com. Check out what yeah. he's doing. What's your next plan, Vince, B besides this book? My next plan is to, uh, in speaking about those books, I've got one that I want to like uh, publish all of these waywards, or many of these waywards, a book uh, with Vince Paulus doing painting as well for each one of these uh written pieces. Uh, he does this with me on Facebook and Instagram, and we have for a, a year or so. I, uh, I uh, dream up the uh, preposterous, and uh, he runs it underneath the uh, beautiful paintings he does, uh, landscapings, and uh, so on and so forth. So uh, we're considering a book, something titled Vince Squared, 
Vince Paul is making uh, my guitars, doing the painting in these pieces, and me doing the words uh, uh, beneath each one. We call it Wayward's Art. So in a way, he kind of visualizes or interprets? Yes. Okay. Yes, he does. And, uh, and, uh, and the combinations are sometimes very crazy, very cool, and uh, illumination. That's beautiful. Talking about things that you wouldn't even suppose. And Vince, if there was a young, you met a young poet, what advice would you give? Your journey. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm uh, sure I'd have a great time talking to any young writer, but uh, uh, I'm not sure advice is where I'd look. I would uh, look at uh, the simpatico the common, the familiar, the uh, the sense that everybody seems to feel here. But that's good advice there. Vince, it's been a big honor for you to be on the show. Thank you so much, truly. Thank you, Mike. And I wish you good luck with this, with the Vince Squared, and with all your weight, your wayward words, your waywards. It's beautiful. <laughs> wayward words, you bet. Okay, keep on keeping on. People, yes, sir. Yeah, and keep the keel in the water. <laughs> August 1st, 2020 edition of Pebo Show. People, keep your powder dry. <laughs>